Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Falls on a Hill podcast. I am your host, Cal, and I am joined, as always, by Liam and Yanni. How are we, boys? Hi, Cal. We are fantastic, aren't we, Liam? We, do you know what? We are fantastic. Top of the world. Top of the world. It's very, very good. Liam is my echo in today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Liam is what? What did you say? Didn't hear what you said. Echo. 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 Yanni is Nicola Sturgeon and Liam is Boris Johnson, who is doing the same thing just a f- few seconds afterwards. Don't do that to me. I want to get political. Don't do that to me. <laughs> How have our weeks been, boys? Because it has been a very busy one for me. Long. Yeah. Very long. Yep. Pretty good. Um, also, um, unadventurous. Unadventurous? Um, no. Um... That's Actually, no, there was one adventure. That's a lie. But, <laughs> alas, um, it was illegal, so I can't talk about it. Illegal adventures, <laughs> that's, that's Yanni all over that, isn't it? Well, the highlight of my week was finding the prawn cocktail quavers. Oh, yes, I had a bag yesterday. Yeah. Oh, the flavour's the the flavors not where it once was, but... No, it's not as strong, still, for sure. It's never still very be. nice. It's still very nice. It still throws me off that the packet's the wrong way around, the colours. It used to be green, didn't it? The prawn cocktail was green, and I assumed salt and vinegar was pink, for sure, 100%. And then this time, they've done it the way around. There's no way. I don't know if the other one was pink, but prawn cocktail quavers were green, 100%. If you find a picture of an old packet... Right, well, I'm Googling that immediately, because I don't believe it. (laughs) Google it. Wow. Well, there we are. Um, Something else I'd quickly like to mention, I know neither of you care, but Everton beat Liverpool this week, and the last time that happened at Anfield, (gasps) I was one. They were So... Very happy for the Blues. Has it really been that long? Since they won at Anfield, yeah. It's not quite really ridiculous, good, though, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, not at all. We hadn't beat them at all since 2010, I think. So <laughs> that was pretty bad. Crazy. Um, before we get into the proper news, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I have a bit of news that I would like to share with you. I've okay, but Liam is wrong. They've never been green. Oh, okay. they have. 100% have. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, Yanni is colourblind. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been grey, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, I finally heard that driver's license song. That you... Oh, okay. do you want to stab your ears as much as we do? Um, I've only heard it the once. I had oh. I had never heard it before. Like you said, oh, you'll probably know it. Never have. Appreciate oh, well, um, it. Yeah, awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I yeah. Don't hate it. It's it's, so it's very it's very fifteen year old. Yeah. Don't know if she is fifteen. I like it when she it steps up and like the the is it bridge or like the last chorus or something. I, like I really liked ends. it when it ended. Yeah, <laughs> I've just googled and this is a real Mandela effect moment here because I am certain those backwards are green. <laughs> I'm not happy about what I just found up. Uh, I had a Mandela effect recently, but I can't for the life of me recall what that bloody thing was. Well, I have a question for you both. Um, it's a pretty open. It's a pretty open-ended <laughs> question here. I want to know your opinion on swans. The band? No, the animal, the majestic creature. Well, you said it there, majestic. Um, Any- I, can't, I can't claim to have much of an opinion. You must have something to say on swans, Callum. Come on, well, this can't be. They look quite elegant, and that is where my thoughts on swans end. Have you ever had a, um, um, a tricky situation with a swan? <laughs> Uh, a compromising, they... <laughs> some may say. <laughs> <laughs> it made for a good bit in the film Hot Fuzz, 
when they had to go find right. Swan. Um, someone wore an outfit as a Swan, I believe. Was Bjork. that um, Bjork? Yes, mm-hmm. Bjork. Um, <laughs> okay, please thanks. explain that's, uh, why that's... you've just put the question Swans in here. No, now, I just please. want to know what your thoughts are on Swans. To be honest, I don't like that. I don't like. You're not obviously Listen, telling us something. I'm a co-host. I can do what I want here. You know, free reign. I want to know about swans. You've answered. And I'm happy to continue on to... You've What's the class? story? We're here. The story, Cal. <laughs> to respond with the same energy. Daft Punk are defunct. So good. Thank you. That is good. That pun is so good. I'm honestly very impressed it's very sad um, news though. it is very sad news to be honest I have we should have gone over this in the intro but I didn't want to ruin that awesome <laughs> I didn't want to ruin that <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of Daft Punk since they broke up uh, Molly's stupid statement of the day was Drechen uh, Daft Punk just broke up so more people could listen to uh, the songs um, yeah to be fair before they broke up I had never heard of them <laughs> No, I think you've... Did you never hear the song, song of the summer, uh, 2013? Was it 2013? Oh, I don't know. I just yeah, realized 2013 it, it is, yeah. Get Lucky, Bloody mate. Bloody hell. You never heard that? It's got Nile Rodgers of Sheik. You might know him. Very uh, modern. Nile Rodgers of Sheik. Nile Rodgers of Sheik. <laughs> Left Freak. Say that. That's what um, I heard. No. Uh, what's your favourite Daft Punk song? Go. Just Crikey. Um... Oh, I wish I'd have planned this. I really like... I'm going I'm to throw out a few here. I'm going to start with the latest album, Random Access mm. Memories. I well, love... while Liam talks a lot of shite, I can go on Spotify and have yeah. a yeah. I love <laughs> both Instant Crush with Julian Casablanca. That's my favourite, yeah. Yourself to Dance. So, also Bob. Dance is very funky. Um, I love the rest from the Tron Legacy soundtrack. I remember going to see that film. And I remember... <laughs> so do I. Didn't we go together? But that could be that could be true. Actually, I was trying to remember. I think it was for my birthday. Well, the six Maybe. degrees of that funk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. When would that have been? How old was that? 2010. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think it was my. It That's... was either my tenth or my eleventh birthday. It came out oh, December, December 3rd, so that adds up. Yeah. Well, there we are then. But I loved uh, the rest. I remember watching that film and then going home and listening to the soundtrack. Probably one of the first times I ever kind of did something like that. And then I also really love. Um, I can't remember the name, so I don't remember the one. Okay, brilliant. Around the world, obviously, very good. Yeah, yeah. you know, one more time, and around the world are my two favourites. I know it's very basic, but I've not really delved much into. I can tell, really. Obviously, harder, Um, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, digital love. Something about us. Something about us. Yes, that was the one I couldn't remember. I think you put that online, didn't you? I did, yeah. You listened to that? I yeah. can imagine that um, a lot of them I'd know by sound, but the name, other than like, you know, the main ones from like early 2000, late 90s. Yes. You definitely um, would know them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I finished my sentence then, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah Instant Crush is um, is my defo, my favourite. Put that on today. It was absolute bop. Instant Crush is really good. It, it's um, very sad that, you know, Daft Punk will not be playing at my house. Yep. Everybody. See, I would have found Fuck that more hell. funny, but I've already seen that joke on Twitter. 
Oh, I did. I, I did. That was from my brain. Someone else might, might be as clever as I am, but it's unlikely. No. Um, but uh, you know, we move. Very sad news, anyway. The video that they put very on sad. was uh, very emotional. It was. It was. Mm. I, I, it was. I think that's from a different thing, though. Like it it's is a the clip. Put a film out in like I think it was two thousand five, maybe called Electroma. It's from that in the original mm-hmm. after he explodes and the other one walks off into the sun he stops and tries to detonate himself and he can't and then so he sets himself on fire using like the reflection from his helmet i'm glad they didn't do that (laughs) that that would have (laughs) been such a horrific thing to do it's kind of weird that they didn't do that as if it was the that one of them that kind of quit maybe or something like that yeah but we've got more important news come on come on liam break it to everyone um, I'm breaking TMZ this one. reporting. Live. TMZ. I, th- I think I think we just want to talk about Kanye for a bit. Quick one. Yeah, quick glaze. Quick glaze over. Um, Kim K. Uh, if quick you're not glaze. sure, that oh, is. I love that Krispy Kreme. Kim Kardashian West uh, will no longer be West. Uh, she's coming from the West. The West is dead. Uh, as she hey, is filed for <laughs> filed for divorce from uh, singer songwriter Kanye West. Singer <laughs> 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 After you know a, a hearty seven years of marriage, hearty. Number of definitely kids the word I'd use. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, public um, shit that's gone on between them, I guess, over the years, and uh, both seem like it'd probably be pretty hard to be married to one another. So, I reckon it's harder to be married to Kanye West than it is to him. She seems I, like she just does a lot of business things and then... Well, yeah, I think it's hard to be married to Kanye and I think it'd be hard to be married to Kim Kardashian's schedule mm. and lifestyle. I feel like that'll be... Sorry, the way around. Uh, I, have, I, don't, I know Kim Kardashian very well. Um, I know she's, you know, she's pretty strong in this. She knows what she wants. So, you know, wish her the best. Kanye wasn't part of any good music in years. Uh, next up, we have... This is a big one. Oh, Cal. Cal, you, Callum, do, this you do this one. Yeah, go on. Um, okay, I'm just going to read it exactly as it is written there because it is an emotional roller coaster. This is breaking news within the last couple of hours as we are recording. Lady Gaga offers $500,000 reward for her missing dogs after a gunman kidnapped them and shot her dog walker who is expected to recover. Now, well, I there's a lot going on here that they're yeah. able to recover because I would not like the dog walker to have been shot and killed just for walking yeah. Lady Gaga's dogs. Very but much what, what would you want someone to be gunned down for, Jan? Uh, nonce behaviour. Brilliant. Have to go with. Brilliant. What a question, Colin. What a question. Brilliant. We're going to put that on our Instagram stories. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts on why you think someone should be gunned down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I, saw, I, did, I did spot someone on Twitter, <laughs> I can't remember who it was, uh, saying that someone needs to get a sports team in Alibi, because obviously they, Lady Gaga stopped <laughs> sports team from getting the number one in the UK. Yeah. I thought that was quite funny. Although, it's a serious allegation, so um, yeah. we, we <laughs> will not jest any further on that. From one horror to another. Can I just the horrors. Oh, God. Oh, you don't ruin that fire. segue, you Sorry. Twat. 
Uh, Horrors have announced their new EP, Lout, which will be out on 12th of March. That is all I wanted to say on the matter. Liam, you can now go back to what you thought was so important you had to interrupt. It was not important, I'm sorry. I was going to say, surely Lady Gaga can offer more than half a million for her beloved dogs. Just buy two new dogs. Yeah, she clearly doesn't give a shit about her dogs, does she? Yeah, it's like she just can't. That's just like a like to put it out there. Oh, I really care. He's half a million. No, she's already got two new dogs. Um, as well as lots of real estate, I imagine. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Which leads you on to the next, next one. EP announcement. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I can get there. Okay, uh, yeah, leads yeah. me on to the next announcement. Real, the band Real Estate have an EP coming out March twenty sixth, uh, called Half a Human EP. Wow. Uh, and the singles come out, which we will talk about later. Talking it's a shame about... it's not a full human, or even a, a civilization. civilization. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to make this work. Funny you said that, Yanni, because uh, um, Caro Caro Benito have announced Civilization 2 EP, coming out April 21st. You know the worst people of any civilization? Do you know who they are? The offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> who have yeah. announced Let the Bad Times Roll Out uh, an no, album it's not it's called Let the Bad Times Roll oh <laughs> <And it's out>. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Bad Times Roll out April 16th it's a weird yeah. title I don't know I don't why they've added out April 16th to the end of it but they have the um, they've been around for a while haven't they the offspring but to be honest a <laughs> long time Pretty I mean young. I'd say almost as old as maybe some dinosaurs even yeah. Oh, that's not as good as my segue. Oh, come we'll, on, we'll, 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 we'll watch I was just going to do, I was just going to say, what would you call the offspring of a dinosaur? Oh, Callum, you should have been quicker. I, I did, I tried. Yeah. That's why I was, I did. He literally did. He did. did all those things. I literally did. <laughs> Every single thing you've said, he's done. Wow, um, how rude. I, Cal, to answer swine. your question, I would say Dinosaur Junior. That's what um, I'd Thank you. It's all right. Ironic, because they are releasing an album <laughs> called Sleep It Into Space, which is out on oh. April 23rd. I'm well, at a loss for this next well, one. Well, well, well. Paul Weller. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone actually gets anything from the news this week, I'll be majorly impressed, because yeah. we have just not delivered anything. Paul Weller has a new album coming out called Fat Pop, Volume 1. Uh, oh, there's May fourteenth. May fourteenth is that a is that a weekend? Because <laughs> I feel uh, like it might be quite uh, a blue, yeah, it is, quite, yeah. a, quite a blue oh, weekend. No. Oh <laughs> wow! Okay. To... Yeah, you see, where I was going with that. It took you a second. Uh, yeah, it was very loose. Um, yeah, it was pretty loose. That was very tentative. <laughs> that link. Uh, Will Fowler's have announced an album too called Blue Weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and that is out. June 11th. And that is the news, baby. God. You know, that was, um, that was some hot stuff. Almost as hot off the press. Hot off the press. It's hot. hot. It's hot off the press, but... It's so hot. Well, Ouchie. But what is is it? What is hot? Is there anything? Have we got anything hot? Where's the heat, there's, Callum? There's lots of indibi- individual heats this week. <laughs> Indib- individual <laughs> heats this week. Very small fires. 
Well, there's not been many albums that have taken our fancy, has the boys? My fancy has not been taken anywhere this week, no. My fancy is here and safe and snugly. Locked up. Um, I think in this section we only have one album and an extended EP, which we will talk about a bit more later. But we're going to start with a couple that uh, we missed from last week, aren't we? Yes. We are indeed. We are indeed. Um, I'm going to blame Liam for his incompetence, even though it's sure. equally mine and Yanni's fault, but we'll blame Liam. Why not? Why I'll is it, it my fault? <laughs> you, you do fuck all. Yeah, yeah, that's you the point. Have the you can't hey. take blame if it doesn't do anything. If it wasn't nah. for me, there wouldn't be three of us. <laughs> I just, that's a point. Come on. I was going to say we wouldn't be the fools on the hill, but we would still be. Thanks, Liam. <laughs> Porridge Radio <laughs> put out some new music that we missed last week with someone called Piglet. I don't know much about Piglet. Friends with but... Winnie the Pooh. He is friends with Winnie the Pooh. I would say possibly more than friends. Yeah, who knows? Have you read the books? Third on Saucy. Um, they have released a, a little mini... Well, this is like a double A side, I guess. I don't know what it is. But there's two songs on it anyway. Let's Not Fight, space exclamation mark. And Strong Enough. Yanni, have you listened to these two songs? Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you heard me. That's not Strong enough. Didn't. Come on, boys, let's not fight. Go on, Danny, what do you think of these songs? Uh, I'm Hurry not a fan of Porridge Radio, but um, I'm still not. Perfect. Yep. Callum, what do you think about this? These um, I thought um, the two songs were close enough to Porridge Radio style, but also different enough to make the collaboration worthwhile. Um. Mm-hmm. I think that the production on it was better than stuff off every bad, which yeah. I don't know if that was just my ears or what, but um, that's not a slight on every bad because I'm a big fan of that album. Uh, Strong Enough was my favourite out of the two. I think they're two decent tunes. Yeah. That's all I've got to say on it, really. Like, they didn't set the world alight, but they were decent. I was, um, I was quite impressed with them. Well, not impressed, sorry, I was... Pleasantly surprised. Like, <laughs> the first one, last, I, I really like the, like. Listen, I didn't take him bad. Yeah. Or anyway. let's not fight. The first one, I quite like the chorus, melody, vocal melody. Uh, and yeah, I like strong enough as well. I think they're, I think they're pretty good. I'd listen to them again. Yeah, I like I'd the, listen to them again definitely. I like the parts that obviously Piglet brings, you know, from the Hundred Acre Wood. Um, that kind of a bit more electronicy thing works well I think it works really well yes I agree the next one we have is also from last week but it seems like it was from a long time ago possibly even <laughs> oh don't the... say you're trying to make this link <laughs> the ice <laughs> age <laughs> oh okay. ice you age. carry on with these awful jokes no, and have a vendetta it. against you <laughs> that's it we're done thanks for listening on that note <laughs> Tell me about Vendetta by Ice Age, Yanni. Tell you about it. I need to have listened to it first. Oh, for God's sake, Yanni. No, I think I have listened to this one. Is this one of the videos the guy put, like an old man putting on headphones? Or... Yeah, I think so. I didn't really care for it, to be honest with you. It didn't do much for me. Um, I can't really remember it. Cause this Callum, one, I didn't listen to this from listened. the list. I just listened to it because it popped up on my recommendations to listen oh, right. to it. 
and because I didn't realise it was going to be covered, I completely ignored it. Even being it's almost like we should write down what we're listening to each week, isn't it, Liam? Yeah, well ahead of time as well, with plenty of uh, notice. That would be good. Callum, what did you think of this one? Um, I liked it a lot. I I liked the riff that was uh, present in the verses. Uh, I thought it was quite mm. intense as well, and yep. the vocal melody kind of did it for me. I mean, I mm. can't remember the previous song we listened to by Ice Age. We did. I, I, I don't think you two listened to it. I think it was quite. No, I think there. yeah. I was gonna say I think I missed that, but um, it's quite different. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite liked it. Is this part of an EP coming up or like an album or anything, or is it just a single tune? It's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they've announced an album coming out. I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, They both had separate album art on Spotify, which doesn't necessarily mean anything. But, you know, if they were on the same art, you might assume that it's part of the same thing. Yes. What do I um, tell you all the time, Liam? When you assume, you get things wrong. Yes, of me and the Holy Spirit. I quite like this song. I thought it was also quite intense. It It was very kind of late 90s to me and I feel like it was that just the drums though the drum sort of pattern no, the style, I thought, uh, possibly actually I don't know the drum sort of uh, I don't know how to describe it but I got that vibe but just from the drum rhythm I think It, yeah I, I get what you mean actually just listen to it quickly then uh, it felt like it could have been on like a Romeo and Juliet soundtrack which I guess is more mid 90s but um, still counts me kind of era but um, yeah I like it I like it that is almost all the ones that we missed from last week we have one more but this crosses over into a, a separate part of the Venn diagram <laughs> a new section <laughs> everyone's new favourite segment it is it's... go on Liam you, you're more equipped for it than I am it's RuPaul's Drag Race gentlemen it's a drag race section Woo-hoo! this won't mm, be a recurring Segment, by it the might way. be if they keep putting music out. Who knows? Well, that's very true. Hopefully not, though. Um, first so, one, boys, Callum, you give us some. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself balls deep in Silla Black? I've dreamt about it. Before this pandemic, honestly, it was every weekend. <laughs> wow. But it's bloody that's strange, me now. She's dead, Yanni. <laughs> um, <laughs> how, how far before the pandemic was this? Because... <laughs> Well, I mean, years. I'm not going out during the <laughs> pandemic, so regardless of where she's buried. Um... <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is Silla uh, Black by Ginny Lemon's Tonic, and it is the Sneaky Butcher remix. And I'm not going to analyse it musically. I'm just going <laughs> to say it is one of, if not the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Ah, I didn't you've not seen me balls deep in silver black then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true, very true. Um, I've listened I to it a few times, and weirdly, the song's kind of growing on me, and I need that to stop. I don't that know can't, how that anything can't like this song can grow on you. <laughs> What's there to grow? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe like moss grows on you, or fungus potentially. You know, like a um, when you have fungal toenails. No, not personally, mate. Can't say. No, I've never had it. it, But this is what I feel like. Ginny Lemon's song uh, is. Um, The song was uh, the remix was good. 
I've not listened to the original. I can't imagine the original. Like, Ginny Lemon's part. You couldn't hear what she was saying most of the time. Mm. Very um, true. And the video wasn't that weird, I don't think, really. It's just pretty. No, it's just shit. Yeah, it just wasn't very good. <laughs> it was just, like, badly done. But the next song, Outside In by Tea Coffee. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Tea Coffee, yeah. Um, was... Did you get the joke? Uh, yeah. Um, was... <laughs> Um, what I'd expect from this. Okay. Um, Is that good? No. I love how I love watching watching Yanni try and take the lead on a drag race section. <laughs> he just no, he's so out of his depth. <laughs> I didn't like it, but it was. Um, you know how I mentioned? Oh no, I did make a note on this. Sounds like in the verse from Paris to Berlin, but like less intense. Well, I can kind of get that. Okay, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the outside in it's like from Paris to Berlin uh, no the, the way she says that sounds similar no I don't okay right um, I despised Tia Coffee that's so um, bad I can't believe you felt like that I just and I'm you sorry Ginny Lemon uh, well I didn't dislike Ginny Lemon but I'm so sorry if, to Tia if you're listening but when a comedy queen is not funny, it's a bit of a problem. Um, That's true. But yeah, I, I, I quite, I, <laughs> I quite like the uh, the verses in this song, but um, the chorus was fucking shit. But which was a yeah. shame because it was quite a bit of a bop at the start. But there we are. I preferred the verses too, but that might just be because of the similarity to from Paris to Berlin that my ear caught. <laughs> You really caught it. Mm-hmm. I um I didn't particularly like the verses or really the chorus. So. Well, like off it thank you everyone so. for uh, making it this far into the podcast. We um, will regain the energy we had at the start. I promise you. <laughs> On this <laughs> next one, full of energy, Liam O'Shea. Callum, hello. So Mogwai released an album this week, didn't they? That they did called As The Love Continues. Yep. Which you said last week that no matter what, you were going to listen to that. As yes. Hot Off The Press or Album Spotlight. Yeah. And obviously we ended up uh, doing something a little bit differently this week. Oh, um, stay for, tuned for that. For a young teenage boy episode. Mm. Um, so, you still listen to this album? I did. And what did you think, Callum? Well, going into this... I watched a couple of live performances that they did of songs from the album. Um, and I was really excited. Richie Sacramento is possibly my favourite song of the year so far. Okay. However, that is the only song on the album that has vocals. And I'm aware that it's it's not uncommon for Mogwai to do instrumental music. Predominantly, their discography is full of instrumental music. However, I don't know. I was just left a bit disappointed. I think musically it is great. It is a really good album. But I don't know. I was just hoping. It's probably my expectations more so because I've not listened to a lot of Mogwai's discography because there's a lot. But um, I don't know. When I was so in love with Richie Sacramento for the album to kind of just 
I mean, I've only listened to it the once. It's an hour. And, you know, Richie Sacramento is a four-minute song. So when you're listening to 56 minutes of instrumental music, it gets to the point where it's all just the same, if that makes sense. It's mm. all going in the same place. It's nothing sticking. That's kind of how I felt, which is sad. Well, okay. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to rate in or do you not? I don't think. No, I'd like to. I, I want to hear a rating. Did Yanni say no? Nah. Just, just a loose one. Just fast and loose. Um, I'll give it a three out of five. Okay. So fast, so loose. Yanni, did you listen to this album at all? Bits of it I did listen to. Um, but the moment you told me it was all, well, mainly instrumental, I was like, can't really be asked. I imagine yeah. it will be the same. Um, yeah, it was it was hard work. It sounded good, like yeah. recording wise, production sounded mm-hmm. decent. But um yeah, nothing really stood out to me. Did you um, listen to Richie Sacramento? Um a little bit right then while you were talking. Right. Um, I did. Um but I don't, it wasn't that one that I I think I liked. I liked the first one to the bin, my friend. Yeah. I think. But um, um, yeah, I just I don't know. I'm, I'm not really. I don't really like instrumentals that much, unless they yeah. like, change it up a lot. Like I've throughout. got no problem. I've got no problem with instrumental music, but when it's predominantly that, like I wouldn't mind an album of ten songs and say three of them were long instrumentals. But even then, I think that's pushing it a bit. Mm-hmm. So a full album is hard work. But Liam, what did you think of it, my friend? I only listened to Richie Sacramento. What did you think? Um, because it's not really your style, knew. is it? No, I, yeah. So I only listened to that because I just knew I wouldn't fancy the instrumental ones, and then yeah, it just didn't really do anything for me. It was all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, thought it was all mm. right. But I was so close to pre-ordering it because of how much I loved Richie Sacramento. Ooh. So I'm very glad. Very glad I did. Uh, good job you didn't, mate. I'm gonna not say good the job. words Richie Sacramento again for the whole pod. I will <laughs> promise you that. <laughs> Next if you up, do, I will oh. wallow. <laughs> wow. Wish I had a remote to turn you off. God, deluxe. These double borrowed right. ones. We love these. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. I don't know. Was did we cover this in a proper pod or was it a practice? No, pod? it was a practice pod back oh, in. Practice. I think it was twenty third of October. Well, that means we're going to have to cover it properly now, doesn't it? Uh, well, no. I've not written notes for that, so no. Okay, good. Um, so we, I. Was it me that had to cover this, or was it no, just we, a general one we listened to? Just a general one. I think we covered this yeah, all together. Oh, all together now. Um, yeah, uh, the bonus tracks didn't really make too much fucking difference to me, to be honest with you. Um, I really like Virtual Aerobics still. That would be mm-hmm. my favourite song off the EP. Um, but yeah, the the new tracks don't really do a whole lot for me. I like quarterback a bit. That are the new ones that they put on, but yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't really asked about anything else. What about you guys? Yeah, I um, I enjoyed revisiting this EP, uh, and I really liked the last song, "Wish Me Luck," that was from the original. Okay, but yeah, the additions. I was just looking. So quarterback has come out as like a single since the EP, oh, and right. okay, which is the last one. Um, came out before the EP at some point 
and then the others I'm not sure. But yeah, none of those really did much for me. It was just nice revisiting the EP, which is is actually really solid. But yeah, the additions with I think it was just a way of them putting those kind of singles on somewhere else and a few extras. Mm. Mm. Like like you guys, I enjoyed the original EP and I don't think the extended edition has added anything to it at all. No. I mean, I understand why they've done the extended version because it'll all still be recorded remotely. I get that, but I don't know. I just think it's it kind of makes it seem like a throwaway thing now. Mm. Yeah. doesn't seem as special anymore, does it? No. It seems more corporate even if they'd have called it remote too you know what i mean like if they had have still sectioned them off from each other well if you think about the fact that the last two songs are basically the same just one of them's got are they basically the same they're very different or was it like a different i thought they were very different i don't remember anything Uh, i didn't listen to the words but the music's completely different across the is it that's just annoying name your song something different (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> um, but basically, my point was, um, yeah, just do a second EP, i.e., yeah, remote two, or just leave the singles. Do for and then it leaves room for Thingy Mobile, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so that is that one. Now we move on to, I think it's, oh no. Mainly singles now, but I think are there a couple of uh, there are a few ones. There's like extended singles, well, B sides and that. Um, but yeah, start off Wolf Alice as we uh, mentioned before. They have announced an album, Last Man on Earth, and with that announcement, they've released the first single of the same name. No, the the album's called Blue Weekend. No? Is it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, I liar. I'm lying to you. The the songs for Last Man on Earth. What did everyone think? Um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I think I am the biggest Wolf Alice fan in the group, not the world. Yes. <laughs> However, I would be if I was the Last Man on Earth. Um, <laughs> I think the lyricism of the song seems a lot more open and vulnerable. I think it's a massive leap in maturity from previous stuff um but it still sticks true to the wolf alice sound that we've all grown to to know and love um i don't know if either of you have heard the song yuck Fu from the second album uh but that is that was the first one that they released last time and that is like literally so fast and so she's just screaming the whole time so like the contrast between the, the two first teasers from the album well, is quite it's funny you should mention that because i wish this one went in heavier yeah i agree mm. i like the crescendo at the end but i feel like it really could have gone more in yeah i really was wanting it to go more in i yeah. did like the transition into it though that worked yeah. well um, yeah i like that too and again it sounded very good yeah well recorded and everything i like the drum sound um that they had going on um and her voice is obviously really good. Yeah, um, she's got an amazing voice. But not being someone who really gives a shit about Wolf Alice, um, I'm intrigued for the album. Uh, and maybe, although I'm not going to guarantee it, um, I'll go back and listen to their older stuff. Yeah, well, the second album won a Mercury Prize. First yeah, album's but... also very good. Yeah, um, 
I looked at the album track list for this record, and this is third from the end. Okay. I think that is a really strange placement because it kind of feels like a closer. Mm. So I don't, but I I know what you're saying about it going heavier, so it might still do that. But I don't really know how they're going to get two more songs out of the album from this. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Yeah, I hope there's heavier stuff on the album as well. Might be an album spotlight, mightn't it? It will definitely be an album spotlight. I'm telling you now. (laughs) Might be though. I um I I. Don't really have an affinity for Wolf Alice at all. Um, I like the step up. The rest of it was pretty forgettable. Even after the step up, it then was forgettable for me. Wow. Okay. Liam, thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, negative Norris over here. Well, Range Boys, come back when Wolf Alice release their album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It might be pleasant. It's right. Um, now we had good old Rich Ashcroft releasing a song that I believe was originally written by Jean Lennon. Indeed. Um, bring on the Lucy, in brackets, Frida people. Um, this was very obviously a John Lennon song, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I felt like. Yeah, like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, it was incredibly obvious that John Lennon wrote this. But I've also put wouldn't have been a John Lennon song I would have liked by the sound of it, to be honest. I, I wouldn't have really given a shit about it. Wow. Um, I, I just found it... I found that the Free the People part annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm now <laughs> negative Norris. Uh, um, it's it, it's going to get passed around as we go through all these. Um, but yeah, I'm, but Liam, you look like you had the same sort of yeah, I'll uh, back thoughts you up. as me. Poor Tom shouted us. Yeah, no, I also um, I went back and listened to John Lennon version well just to see if that was any better. And it was just it, definitely one of the lesser John Lennon songs. It's very, very, very faithful uh, cover, I think, mm. to the original. It's to the point that it just seemed pointless. And like, I don't really care much for. Sorry, I don't have a huge affinity. I'll say that again for Richard Ashcroft. And so, and I also feel like the message. Is, is it a funny time that I feel yeah, like I, it might be not a good it's a bit Ian Brown in it? A bit Ian Brown. It, yeah, exactly what I thought. <laughs> it, I think it might actually not be the same message that John Lennon was probably trying to go across. But well, I read yeah, I the YouTube happened. comments and someone mentioned the fact that it might be from like an upcoming Lennon covers album by different people. Mm. I don't know if that's true. No. So the timing just might be really quite poor. I wonder why but, you picked this song out of all the options that you probably had. Yeah, but. Hmm. I don't know. I quite like the cover. I mean, it's not my favourite Lennon song anyway. But I think I liked the cover so much because I just love Rich Dashcroft's voice. I think yeah. if it was someone who wasn't as good a singer, it probably wouldn't have resonated as much. Yeah, well, hmm. I, I also like Richard Ashcroft quite a lot. Um, and yeah, Liam, your point on it not sounding too dissimilar from the OG, but his songwriting style is of that same vein, very heavily inspired by yeah that kind of yeah. thing. So it was never going to sound miles different. Oh, it's um, very, very sure. sad though. Very sad because the Verve's first album is so shoegaze and it's so fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I know Urban Hymns and all that stuff is still great, but 
Storm in Heaven is Heaven, so good. Uh, is a massive fan of shoegaze by anyone uh, listening. So good. So good. Everyone should know that while we're recording this, Calm's just staring at his feet the whole time. Yeah. Staring at his feet? He I never looked up. Staring at his shoes. Oh, wow. Oh, because I'm a shoegazer, so I got Oh, you. come uh, on, Callum. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Get with it, mate. I thought I thought you were just saying that I didn't want to be here, and I was like, that's a fucking lie. It's also true. Um, <laughs> talking about... Petrol. Heim. <laughs> I don't know. Heim have released a new version of... How was I going to link to this? There's no way I don't know, but the way you're announcing it makes no, me bored. No, I'm here, baby. Heim have released a new version of their song Gasoline from their last album called Gasoline. Women in Music Part 3. Is that right? Something like that. Um, uh, yeah. Featuring Taste Whistle, the one known as... Whistle Dizzle. Drop from um, the Mizzle. We... We... Um, what did we think of this one, boys? Um, I didn't hate I've it. not listened to. Yeah, I've not listened to the original. I don't know how because I like Heim, but the album just completely slipped past me. Um, yeah, it's good enough. I've I've put here because I'm aware like the situations in which I listen to music will vary, will um determine the outcome of my likeness towards the song. Um, mm. and I've put. Didn't bother me, um, but I reckon I'll like it more during the summertime, spring summertime. Mm. I reckon mm. like it gave off that kind of vibe where if it was on and it was a really nice day outside, I'd probably appreciate it a lot more. Um, mm. So if I remember to revisit it during that time, I'm a bloody well love it. Um, I've not listened to the original that I can remember anyway, so I don't really know how to compare it, but Tay Swift didn't... Um, didn't cause me any offence. Um, <laughs> That's good. Um, I didn't. It took me a few turns to uh, listen to realise who which one was Taylor Swift. I wasn't paying I attention. I thought that. You um, And I haven't compared properly, but I think she just sang one of the verses that was already there. Possibly, it sounds just like the original to me. Um, that album's quite good. You should listen to it. Yeah, I will. I really like uh, "Now nah, I'm in it." The tune from that. Mm-hmm. Also, "Summer Girls" good. Uh, I wasn't that big a fan of that song. Did we cover it on the pod? No, it was out well before we started no. this. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, enough of all that stress. Hey, <laughs> okay. oh. Charles, if only someone gave me a toy that I could relieve my stress on. Like or a, a ball. ball. I've got a stress cow. <sighs> Don't call Don't it that, Don't speak mate. about your girlfriend like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah, I sorry, couldn't give that up. She's going to knuckle you. When you, when you meet <laughs> I her, I could have said your mum, but... Fucking hell. She'd bite me. Yeah, she would wring your neck out. <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable <laughs> saying in front of her, so I'm not going to say Yeah, Kyle Faulkner has... Quickly moving on. Kyle Faulkner <laughs> has released a new single, Stress Ball. Um... I just put, nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I really like the view. Well, I like well, the view. From. The view, the view, the view are, the on, view fire. are on fire. Yeah, <laughs> um, I liked them a lot back in the day. <laughs> Not so much their newer stuff. Um, however, yeah. they have just signed to Creation Records, so they should be coming back soon, which is a good thing because I did not like this song 
Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought it was quite funky. However, what his voice in the chorus is so unnecessary. Why is he I screaming? Didn't make it that far. <laughs> Fingers and a lizard whiz. And the Bingo! Whizzle, um, whizzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've done quite a lot this week. Very last minute as well. Thanks, thanks, Hingizard. Thanks a lot for that one. Um, <laughs> but the first thing they did was release a single. Uh, Blim, pronounce it. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, Pleora? Pleora. 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 Recorded Pleora? and released the same day was a little fun fact. Whoever's put this. Yeah. I need to, there's an, an to fact check that. To that one. We're going to um, say it, it's definitely true, and that's what they did, though. Um. <laughs> it's almost true. Let me let me fix this. So the they recorded, edited, and released the music video all in one day. The music wow. video was them playing it live. And at the beginning <laughs> okay. of it, he says, take three, and then they play. So obviously, I must have done three takes. So it cool. was played, recorded, really? edited, released all in one day. The song was probably recorded. Six news. years ago, who knows? But um, um, go on. I like this. Oh, actually, mm. I um, yeah, a, bit, a little bit of a vibe. I enjoyed this. Um, we should probably mention now, just because it be able makes to come back to. to it. What? It makes sense to. Uh, it yeah uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they Look have also <laughs> they've <laughs> released an album today um, was today wasn't it yeah it was, it was um, very annoyingly last minute so we didn't have enough time to cover it so well no gonna... that's it's not necessarily true it was slated to be released for Friday like most releases mm. and it earlier today was Friday in Australia so uh, it was well. midnight on Friday in Australia, which was like uh, was it like two o'clock or something here, something like that. Uh, you so know more than that. More about that. Even. So yeah. it seemed random, but yeah. it's still a Friday. So we will be covering it next week. Probably. Yes. Yes. Um, we but I'm going to shock you. I like <gasps> it as well. <gasps> yeah, and yeah, I liked it. <laughs> oh. I'm actually quite I'm excited to hear the album now because I liked yes. ONE as well. Which is okay. shocking to me, um, but away. even if I don't like it, it's fine because they'll release another twelve thousand albums this year. <laughs> yeah, so one one might you might get a shoegaze fancy. one soon. To be honest. Oh yes, Carl's my dream. Yes, I um I'm going to shock you. He didn't like it. Didn't love it. No, didn't love it. <laughs> they got it really sure. went into that kind of heavy metal uh, style singing, which just distracted me a little bit, and the riff was the same the whole way, which is very it but. <laughs> I just didn't love it. Yeah, it didn't do much for me. Well, do better, Kingers, because if Liam's not happy, we're not happy. All right, yeah. fools? Yeah. You um, are right. Hand habits. Mm-hmm. That's another way of putting it. Um, <laughs> oh. Dirt. And that's not how I felt about the song. Oh. Um, so there's two songs, three songs, you know that? Yes, okay. I do know. <laughs> it took I... so long trying to find the song Dirt by Hand Habit. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I, was doing it on, I was doing it on YouTube, but I was like, I've just not uploaded it. Let I... me set this up first before you say anything. So okay. the, the two songs that are just mm. normal songs have been out for a bit of time, and then they put them two together and added this remix bonus and put it under Dirt, which is released this week. So the oh, two I'm songs are different before it. this week. 
Oh, let's talk about this. <laughs> Take a stand. Yanni, tell us about 4th of July. Go on. 4th of July, it's a holiday, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's acoustic, soft, um, subtle. Comes in with drums around the halfway point. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a live listen for you now, just so I can tell you exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wasn't oh, really, the most notice ever had. <laughs> I wasn't really asked about this, but I did like when it ended i believe because um it just was a bit boring it was uh, very much of the same style that a lot of artists like this are doing um the soft girl voice and then sort of like lo-fi-ish recording guitar um gritty guitar i'll put it that way um especially i believe in you um the best i believe in you is of course cal Kylie Minogue. Exactly. So Yeah, yeah. Um sorry, hand habits. Fan of it a habit, I, I think. Maybe. <laughs> Guys? Yeah. What did you think of the remix? Did you listen to remix, Johnny? Yeah, I didn't like that. That was just oh. a, Yeah, I didn't like the remix. Sorry. I did like the remix, but I've not heard the original, so I've got no reference point. Yeah. Um Is Fourth of July a cover? Because I know I believe in using Neil Young. Oh, I did not know that. Well, that's what it says in the YouTube bio. Hmm. What's so it say in the Fourth of July bio? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read it, and I couldn't bother going back to look. Um, what did you think of them? No problem. Can't find yeah, it. I quite liked it. It's not set in a world of light. I'm not gonna go back and listen to any of the other stuff. Say, I feel my, I feel myself saying that with every bit of folk music. It's not really folk, but you know that that style of music. Unless it's Kevin Morby. I <laughs> fucking hate it. Yeah, we know. Wow, Liam, um, come on. I I quite like them. I like the guitar sound throughout both of them. Mm-hmm. Very slow. Um, yeah, kind of nice. The first one, the second one, it bugged me that the like the I don't know if you'd call it the chorus or whatever part it was could have gone into something heavy every time. And it got to like the third time, and it definitely should have. And it came to another verse, and it seemed like one verse too many, where that guitar sound, which already was very nice, I thought, um, very kind of distorted, should have just kicked in, and it should have gone somewhere for sure. And I'm upset that I didn't do that. And then, so if you listen to it, keep that in mind, because it'll bug you too. And then I really liked the remix. I thought the remix was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. I don't know what the original's like, but um, I thought it was well done. And I like the kind of the auto-tune stuff that was going on and stuff. It was cool. Yes. And, yes. you know, differences of opinions happens when you're on a podcast with three individuals. Three fools. Um, now, the horrors. <sighs> Louts? Yeah. Why? Yes, what I thought. <sighs> Why would them... Well, I who, who, passed, who passed this off? Who, who I said yes? How awful fa- was this? If they <laughs> have, if they if they have an external person who has either recorded it or produced it, I'm worried because if they were all doing it and they all had, you know, it was their own decision. Fair enough. But if there was I'm a so third party member, it was weird. Not so. I have notes that Liam has ruined for himself. No, because I've he he peeks on my notes. I forget. So. I put it was very noisy, which it was. There was just too much going on. Mm. I questioned 
whether or not the horrors have always sounded like this. <laughs> I questioned whether or not mm-hmm. I was thinking of a different band. And then I questioned if I've ever heard anything by this band before. Then by the end of the song, I questioned if I was alive because it, mm, I didn't want question. to be after this. It was like, mm. and Kyle, you're going to be like, a bad one. It was like a bad um, Limp Bizkit or like a Linkin Park song of that like new metal <laughs> Mer- genre. Marilyn Manson, I thought. Like, Marilyn Manson, yes. That made it yeah. sound like I love Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> no, no, quite the opposite. You don't. Right. Like, you're going to be okay. like, um, I, I, I get they have good ones. Um, I don't know why I have that accent. Really sorry. No. I've, I've thrown that accent upon you and you don't have it. I do quite like some Linkin Park songs, let it be known. It All is right. known. God, biggest fan. God. Liam, I've not finished. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> the horrors haven't always sounded like this. Um, they've actually had decent songs. So this is even more bizarre mm. that this has been produced and released. Because if I made something like this, I wouldn't show it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I um, I remember the horrors being quite big back in the day. Not mm. uh, you know, not big, but popular among kind of indie circles. I guess yeah, that like Maccabees style. Type yeah, you had long big. hair and skinny pants, and that's kind of what still really. life. That still was life a, was, that a, was, the was biggest. A, I feel like that's quite a big song as well. Like that's in like you know adverts and stuff. That's done um, quite well. So now you know from I don't the know, Lu- know that one. Luminous album. You'd know. But that I remember that it. that album Skying was um, sold out everywhere. That album cover was everywhere. But this is just relentless torture. Mm-hmm. It's just painful. It's just not fun at yeah, all. Good, there's no, it? there's no joy. Did Doesn't you feel like stop. running away? Because I'd say I ran away from the horrors and found myself deep in the bosom of a baby dinosaur, <laughs> which. <laughs> Someone else, please take it over. <laughs> Between the teeth of Jay Mascus, is that what you were? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was another one. Bitty. On. <laughs> um, I like this song quite a lot. It was... Wow. I am yeah. actually shocked at that. I know. So <laughs> am I, because when I was listening to it, I was like, this is a song I shouldn't. I, I don't normally like. However, the sun was shining through my window. It was very nice. hot. I was in a good mood. And I just think... I'd, I'd just have a great time in the car, windows down, with this blasting. That was wow. my thoughts. Yep. Dinosaur Junior are another band that I really, really want to get into. I think you will struggle, hmm. if I'm being honest. Um, uh, I think I think there'll be a singles band that I like. I Not necessarily really like them. Totally off of me. Um, little. Fury things or theory things, um, I can't remember if I can pronounce it. But that, I got that on record because I like that so much. Um, that's that's where I'd start. Start with that okay. song. Okay. Because well, um, yeah. then you sort of get like what they're about. Um, but yeah, this um, I don't really know. How I felt about it to be honest. I got the Kurt Vile um, influence, obviously. It's produced by him, I believe. Is that what we've yeah produced by? Yeah, it's produced by him, and he also played the twelve string on it. Right. The album, you, I believe, is produced by him as well. Okay. You do get that sort of Kurt Vile esque um, 
Aura. Sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, Aura. Um, on there. Liam? Liam, are you with us, mate? I was just digging out my dinosaur junior record to remember what songs were on there. Going Down and Tiny, I like both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like it. I think it was quite jingly. It was a bit more kind of laid back for dinosaur junior, I guess. Yeah. His voice you have to get used to. I quite, I'm used to it. I've generally heard much worse, I guess, for a newcomer. So I'm surprised Cammy didn't have anything to say on that. Mm. Um, mm. They've got a really good bass player, Lou Barlow, and I just didn't, didn't feel like there was much there but no. on this song. But I guess it fits the song. And yeah, I can definitely feel the Kurt Vile influence. I think they were on one of his, uh, Jay Mascus at least was on one of his songs at some point in the last few years. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to the album, especially if it's produced by Kurt I'd like to see what his production chops are like. Um, but yeah, pretty happy. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> oh. Up next. Sit me down, eh? I'll sit you down in a minute on our coach to the party, <laughs> baby. Because, uh, yeah, um, everyone hates me. Is that the name of the title or is that just a confession? Everybody, everybody hates me. Yeah. yeah. Everybody How do you Chris. know? They normally talk behind your back. <laughs> I can sense it. And sense thankfully, it. Coach Party have written a song about this. What did I say? Couch? Coach Party? I'm going to say it again. Coach Party. Written a song called Everybody Hates Me. Uh, signed to Chess Club Records, which I think is an important thing to know. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. knew I should have known it for some other reason, but I can't remember why I should have known that. Swim Deep. Look at uh, where... That's what it'll be. Chess Club. And a few other bands over the years have been Chess Club, obviously. <laughs> <They're> not <laughs> Chess <laughs> not Club these two ones. Um, what did you think of this one? Uh, I made two notes on it. First note was, quite like it. The second note was, really like it. So that was clearly okay. my progression throughout the song. Um, again, I don't really know why I liked it, but I just, I think I was in a good mood. It's not something, it's... It's not something I know. Very rare to find him in that. I know. <laughs> Correct. Tell me about it. But um, it's not anything again. That's you know, it's it's nothing special, is it? But no, it's very generic. I thought. I th- I thought it was very generic. Yeah, but I thought the chorus hit well, especially towards the end, which is where I think I wrote. I really like it. I think the transition from either the solo or the bridge, whatever it was, into the final chorus really worked well, and I thought it elevated the song. Nicely, <laughs> I um, I didn't get along with her voice. Hmm. I like the musical elements apart from her voice. I think that's fair. um, and that's my only stance on that. Liam, where do you stand? I stand. I'm sat pers- personally right now on my uh, office chair, but I can stand if you want. Don't see me stood or. Maybe this later. song on this song, the I like the lead guitar, kind of twiggling throughout. I, when I first went to add this on and I listened to it very briefly, I thought, oh, do I put this on because it sounds quite bad? And then when I actually listened to it, it was actually pretty good. Uh, I can see them as a future signing to Dirty Hit. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. I've, I've, yeah, I've got not much against it. Um. Before we go on to the next one, Chess Club also sign Sinead O'Brien. Wow. And previously, Alfie Templeman, I think, before he moved to... Um, I guess he's with Dirty Hit. Oh, no, he's not. No, we think he's still with Chess Club. We said he should be on Dirty Hit. Yeah, I remember mm. that now. 
Very good. Been yeah. listening to a lot of Sinead O'Brien this week. Very good. Mm. Very good. Next up, Caro Caro Benito and their new single, The Princess and the Clock. I've heard of Caro Caro, Caro Benito before. Hmm. Never listened to them? No. I wasn't expecting this. Neither was I. I think, this, I think this is actually... I might be wrong, but I think this is actually quite different to their other stuff. I love this oh. song. Uh, yeah, well, I really yeah, like it. <laughs> was my comment. So I yeah. hope it's not massively different to everything else they've done before. Um, I yeah, really, really liked it. It slapped. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm glad you both agree. I've listened to it like non-stop since I heard it. Yeah. I'm definitely, looking forward to the EP. Definitely one of my top three songs of the week. Hmm. Yeah, I'd sure. say that. I think it's possibly my favourite. Not much one to say on that, I guess. But no, <laughs> it's just a banger. If you're not listening yeah, to it, it's really listen good. to it. It's, it's very different. It's the production's brilliant. The, vo- yeah. the voice is really good. It's just really, really interesting and cool. I'm I very looking forward to it. back and listen to the mm. one where it's on the front with... Wait, hang on. Unless that's this album cover. Like a yellow background uh, with like a graduation hat on. I think that's um, Caracara this, oh, yeah, sure. this is the most recent. Oh, no, that's the last one. No, 2016. Christ, no. Um, I feel like I recognise one of the album artworks from Fantano. Maybe. Yeah, the seen. last one, Time and Place, I think I've seen recently that you did a review on that. Not recently, sorry, but I've seen when I was searching for them on YouTube, just to find out how to pronounce the name. Ah, you saw that, was it? Wow. Yeah, exciting stuff. So thank you for that then. Um thank I can't even remember this. Oh, Julian Baker Heatwave. Julian wasn't Ju- that hot for me. Julian Baker. Heatwave. Oh. What did I just say? No, I was just saying it again. I thought oh, you were gonna okay. quickly listen to it, I so thought... I was taking the rain. Alright, oh. oh, okay. No, I d- didn't like this really. It just wasn't doing anything for me at all. It, it my brain was telling me to turn this off. You have better things to do with your life. So you'd say it was more cool original than Chili Heat Wave, would you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's so rude. Cool, cool original are my favourites. Well, They're my favourites. You need to see a Doctor Rolex. That's not <laughs> normal. <laughs> I'll have the blandest thing <laughs> on the menu, please. <laughs> you need to check. <laughs> I really the like website uh, anyway. for symptoms and um, <laughs> symptoms on being a gimp. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually. <laughs> Eilish, that is. <laughs> <laughs> not the Billy Reno. <laughs> um, I actually quite liked it. It's definitely not my type of thing, but I quite liked it. Hmm. It's not. Again, it's another one. I'd have it on in the background, but I, would, I wouldn't I would ever actively put it on. Which I don't think is a great <laughs> glowing reference. That's, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> so, you wouldn't listen to this then? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I like this. Yeah, this is a very Liam. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm not surprised. Just a few times. I liked the guitar line as well. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, quite liked it. It wasn't the best thing I've ever heard, but pretty good. Pretty good. Speaking of the best thing you've ever heard, the offspring let the bad times roll. They well, were, they fucking they named it right, didn't they? They did. <laughs> they really <Spot> <laughs> well did. I think they should I just stop making music. They should. I thought, ago. oh my god, what the fuck is this shit stain of a song? Um. And that says it, doesn't it, really? It does. I said in our group chat before to all the viewers and listeners, there's no viewers. 
unless they're just unless they're just staring at the artwork as they listen, just intently. Um, if this is the future of rock music, like bands like The Offspring and Foo Fighters coming Fighting. back, and, and this is like the best that they can offer as a comeback, rock and roll I mean, is gonna die, no matter what Alex dead. Turner said at the Brits. That rock and roll. I mean, eh, it's gonna, it's dead. Yeah, I would say that Offspring isn't rock and roll. Uh, no, you know, it's not rock and roll. They is it? This is rock music. Oh, and also, Foo Fighters haven't been bands. anywhere. Um, they've been constantly making music. Um, this kind yeah. of music, I would. Uh, the Offspring shouldn't have put an album on this year. That's yeah, the, I think that's, that's all it comes down to. They just should the finish your Americana. They've not done a tune, an album since for nine years. They've not well, had a good song since Hit That, mm. which is an absolute mm. top tier tune. I will Bang not off. hear anything else on the matter. No. I know you want some Crusher. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. Please it's don't so put bad. yourself through it. Please. So we listen to it so you don't have to. That is, and if that doesn't yeah. tell yeah. you how great we are as human beings, then pff, I, I don't know what We're to say to you anymore. Gross. Frankly, if you're still listening to me, I hate you. Um, <laughs> the uh, the next one, this will be right up Liam's alley, but yeah. um, you can firmly 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 place it inside. Oh, it slipped right out of his alley. <laughs> um, go on, introduce it. <laughs> okay, so we've got another cover from Bill Callahan and Bonnie Prince Billy. Uh, they've done a series of covers now. This latest one was of the Silver Jews track, The Wild Kindness. Featuring Cassie Berman, who was the wife of the Silver Juice singer David Berman. Um, this track featured as well a number of singers, a number of vocalists. Uh, I'm not sure if you can tell from listening that there's a lot of voices going on. A number of names, not many, uh, uh, not huge ones I recognise, but I do recognise David Paho from Slint, the guitarist from Slint, Matt Sweeney as well. Mm. Corey Hansen rings a bell, but I can't think where. And Meg Bird as well also rings a bell. But yeah, so this is a cover of the the last track from the American Water album from Silver Jews. Quite different to the original, really musically. I think it's Bill Callahan's voice isn't too far from David Berman, so it didn't feel I very different. Yeah, yeah, I almost the thought w- that they might have included his vocals, but Th- this the way it was sung, the delivery was um, very similar. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, but musically, it was very different. I thought uh, much like kind of um, dirty guitar. So the original was when American Water, um, Steve Malcolm was a big part of. And he was in a few other albums as well here and there, but he was a big part of American Water. So on the original, some of his vocals are there as well. And his guitar line, actually quite a subdued guitar line and guitar work altogether for the original. Um and I think it's quite beautiful, the original. I think it's a really good song. And this one, they kind of flipped on its head and turned it into a, uh, I don't know, a bit heavier. But it kind of, it was good. I still I still really enjoyed it. I, it felt nice to give it like a, another lease of life, I guess. And it, um, I don't know, it felt like a strong like cover of it, if that makes sense. Like powerful. Mm. I thought, anyway. Just to see what you guys have to say. Not much. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. I said I wrote down that it was wild, and I think that was his reference to the video. 
I didn't watch the video. I don't know. I can't really remember. I'm not gonna lie to you. But what I will say is it was better than the Ty Seagal one that was in this cover series. <laughs> oh, Miracle. Christ alive. I still love that song. Do you? Yeah, I really like it. Wow. I actually quite. I'm gonna go back and listen to the rest of these covers because I think <laughs> is there an album coming from this? Because I don't want to have to listen no. to it. Good. I don't. Uh, they haven't had one announced, but they've done at least I think ten covers so far. Um, only one of them, which was the Tyser Gold one, was released on seven inch, but the rest have all just been digital. Um, but many different, like you know, obviously Tyser Gold, Cassie Berman. They did a cover of a Billie Eilish one as well. Um, Billie Eilish song. They've done quite. Quite a lot and a lot of featured artists and stuff. It's pretty cool. I'd probably pick the album up if it came out. But Yanni, what do you think of this song, "The Wild Kindness"? Um, didn't really do a lot for me. Just yeah, a bit too boring for me. Sorry. I think that what they do musically almost doesn't fit the song in a way. Like if you listen to the original, it's a lot more sparse. And so it fits. Spurs. Sparse. Sparse. Yeah. I said that. And it didn't feel right. <laughs> and it was that stuffed. Sparse. Sparse, I was trying to say. Sparse. Is that not a word? Sparse? If you want to say it right, it's sparse, mate. I, I, okay, I don't know sparse. if you hit me and Cal say it. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't feel like that is what I'm trying to say. But anyway, it fits the original better. Whereas this one is still is a little bit faster, but not much faster. And obviously a lot more going on, so it kind of feels a bit clumsy, I guess. But I really like the mm. guitar tone again. Same as Miracles. That kind of yeah. gnarly guitar is really nice. But anyway, if you were not to really. pick... If you were to go to Lidl and you went to the bakery section... And you were going to pick out a cookie. What type of cookie would you get, Jan? Maybe one with some chocolate chips. Wow. And that is the next song, maybe chocolate <laughs> chips. <laughs> well, was, uh, I didn't see that coming. the next song, Little Bakery. <laughs> um, by Chai? Chai. Chai. Um, I'm just going to butt in and say, this was not for me. I'm going to leave it at that and let you two... Divulge. I was disappointed by this because the other one we listened to, I I remember liking at the time. Um, Action. That was. Yes. But this one, yeah. No. I thought like the the music sounded like it should have been an Ariana Grande instrumental. Mm. And I don't really (laughs) listen to Ariana Grande, but I felt like it was... um, It sounded similar to... Um, the one where she rhymes off uh, thank you for my ex uh, whatever um, thank you next thank you next thank you next um, like the all the, the, the like the noises in the background the synths uh, but yeah I didn't really um, I didn't like this one it was not for me Liam was it for you? yeah I didn't really like it much very different to the rest of it it was very much more poppy they've always been kind of poppy but they've also always been, they've been on a kind of like middle ground of pop, and they've got some quite heavy songs. Well, not heavy, but heavier songs. Uh, and then yeah, there's a, there's a rapper on this. Uh, I can't remember what the name was. Rick, something Wilson. We're gonna go with Rick that something. Um, Rick Wilson. Um, okay, and yeah, it just turned into just like yeah, it could have been Ariana Grande song. You're right. It's very very poppy. Uh, and yeah, it just didn't really do anything for me. 
Ricky Wilson um, from Kansas Kansas Chiefs is doing a new career path. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, speaking of Ricky Wilson, Half a Human uh, by... <laughs> <laughs> he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, uh, real estate. Still a twat, um, honey. You don't like him at all. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I yeah, This song by Real Estate, Half a Human, that we didn't catch that. Um, I didn't like this. To be honest, I, I again, I, I just thought it was boring. Um, it didn't grab me. I want something to grab me, but only in a positive way, in a way that yeah, I but can. It's COVID. To. Two meter rule, Jan. Carl, mm. I just want you to grab me again. I will as soon as I can, mate. Don't you worry. We will be many <laughs> Jaeger bombs down, and I will grab you mm. wherever you want me to Firmly. grab you. Thank you. Uh, if I could just complete... interrupt this oh, go on, go on. story. Please do. Uh, go on, Callum, complete what? <laughs> go on, complete. Oh, why? What you were saying sounded like it. <laughs> because you were talking are... about grabbing your balls. I wanted to stop that. I didn't know he was going to talk balls. <laughs> how, do you know, how do you know it was his balls? It could have been his hand. Uh, no, of course it's his balls. No one said balls. Where your mind goes. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? Callum, tell us what you think about this. Only you mess with my balls. Um, what do you think of this real estate song, please? Right now, um, I'm going to completely contrast Yanni's views. I liked it quite a fair bit, to be honest. It was one of my favourites of the week, for better or worse. But uh, it's another sunny day tune, and it just really made me want to go to a beer garden even more than I already do. Hmm. 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 I um I liked it, but it didn't really do much for me. Um. I found it interesting they released the full song, which was just under six minutes, and then right, an edit, edit, which was yeah. four and a half minutes. <laughs> I just don't really know what the point is. I think you could make I it. I listened to the main one. Yeah, I listened yeah, to the I long one. I should have listened to the edit. Same. Um, I, yeah, I only know one real estate song, which is Darling, which I really like. I really like that song. Um, but yeah, Darling. this wasn't as good as that. <laughs> wasn't as good as that. Um, well, next up. I mean, Liam. You just bring in the energy today, man. It's hard to compete. No, yeah, that yawn uh, is going to be lovely to edit. I didn't yawn. Uh, I yawned, but Liam, I just you make me oh, yawn. Oh, sorry. Paul Weller, <laughs> <laughs> what's he been doing? Hey, he has been what's evolving he been yet again. He's been on the, the mod- cosmic fringes. The mod father has yeah. done it again. The cosmic fringes. Been quite these the, times yeah. with these naff haircuts. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what I'm always been But. I did not like this. I'd, what was this? Um, is this normal for Paul Weller? I've had questions, well, even though I've listened to the jam. <laughs> well, I've not liked anything from Paul Weller since like 2012, Sonic Kicks era. They had a few good tunes on that album. I didn't mind this, but when you compare it to stuff that you know he's capable of writing from like Style Council era and obviously the jam, it's not great. However, it is better than some of the stuff he's done lately, in my opinion. Which is a positive step, but, you know, not the most positive it could be. I just thought it was a bit crap. Yeah. Crap? Mm. I did not think it was fat pop. It was not fat pop. It wasn't fat or pop. pop. Um, It definitely wasn't volume one. Um, It was too loud, (laughs) if I'm honest. Um, Because I had it on. Not loud enough. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was very, very middling. Very, very middle of the road. Just, it's 
what point in your career do you think ah oh, doesn't really matter anymore, does it? With release average the shit songs and people are still gonna do it. Like usually what, at what point do you really stop caring? Because, like, I can't, I just can't picture him thinking, yeah, fat. This is fat. Um, I'm going to release I, this. I want to put this out as the as the first track for my album, Fat Pop. I think this will really work. Yeah. This is going to be really good. Well, the last album on Sunset was released, like, seven months ago. So there's a yeah, very fast very fast turnover. And I gave a bit of that album a go and I did not enjoy it. I've, um, not, I've not delved into Paul Weller's solo work. Early, or, early Weller solo stuff is good. Um, however, just st- you, you're not going to beat the Star Council, in my opinion. That was peak Weller. <laughs> peak Weller. Peak Weller. Apart from, apart from when he did the Internet Melt series on YouTube. That was a Joe Weller joke, but I might edit that out because you yeah. did not respond. <laughs> no Next up, and wow. final for the week, in the Hot Off The Press segment, I feel like I've been doing this for about three years. Mm-hmm. It is Post Malone covering the Hootie and the Bellfish. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. I think. Only want to be yeah. with you for the Pokemon yeah. 25th anniversary thing. Yeah. Um, I personally hate Post Malone. The way he says you in the chorus makes my balls hurt. Yeah. Um, but saying that, it's probably, it's probably one of the least painful things I've heard from Posty since Rockstar. And I only like I just, that because it has memories of me going out. I need mm-hmm. to understand where, Why? you know, getting ready, Nintendo's getting ready for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Beloved franchise in the video game community. Mm. Where did they? Where? At what point did Post Malone uh, and Hootie and the Blowfish and this song come into conversation with Pokemon? <laughs> I just don't know where that link came from, and I don't. I want to know why. It, it's it's more the song choice, isn't it? Like I can kind of see why they pick Post Malone. Um, <laughs> why? Is he a big Pokemon I, fan? Is he or? I feel like, yeah, I feel like I just associate him being a Pokemon fan. Um, that <laughs> that part doesn't surprise me. It's the song that surprises me. You suggested, why don't they just do the theme song to Pokemon? I suggested that. Didn't you? In the chat? No. You're like, why didn't they I just do that? So. No, I don't think so. Well, no, I, I, I think you did think this, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't well, say I, that. I, I did I'll, think that, though. No, no. Claim I'm that idea claim, is yours. I'm going to claim <laughs> that idea. Why didn't they? Why didn't they just nice. cover the the theme song of that? That's a very good that question, Yanni. I'm glad you brought that up because I did mention that in the chat. I think. Um, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> no, you you're right though. Why didn't they just do the theme song? I don't know. Who knows? Um, Yanni, I'm going to say this earlier. By the way, oh, go on, come. Mm. Uh, I no, already no. gave all my thoughts. Liam, what were you going to tell me earlier? By the way. I was going to tell you really, Yanni, that I've decided to start watching Pokemon from the beginning. <gasps> every every single series. All Have you got access to the movies or not? Yeah, uh, the internet holds many secrets. Um, <laughs> I will have access to the movies. Especially your um, secrets. So I'll let you know when I've At finally Liam reached the latest ones. At Liam Godstrong for my journey. It's not a secret. <laughs> we, uh, we, fr- we actively promote that. <laughs> um, 
We promote that more than we promote our actual socials. <laughs> what do you want from me? Come? What do you keep saying Cal for? The next thing right now. Um, well, we are changing it up this week. Sorry? But I can still see something <laughs> coming in the distance. Can you? No, 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 I forgot. We have the main schedule. Yeah, we've got something else, haven't we? Sorry. Never mind. It is coming. I can see it. It's a bit far in the distance. It's not quite here yet. Too far to make out. Your eyes peeled. Yeah, I've got one eye on it. As we said with the new King Giz album, Nick. Did I write Nick Ellis and Warren Cave? Or have you changed that, you bastards? Um, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis have released an album called Carnage. It was released. It was. Uh, <laughs> well, that's pussy good. Um, <laughs> um, oh, you spoiled that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Better read that far ahead. It so was. Silly. It was released today. We'll. We'll. I'll cover it next week. You don't care. You'll just come back next week and you'll hear me talk about Nick Ellis and Warren Cave. And they're wet ass pussies. But Carl, what can you see? What is Fuck, it? it's got close. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my god. It is a wet ass pussy in the shape of a classic album spotlight. It's a classic. Oh my god, I am I'm dripping right now, guys. <laughs> Specifically from my ass pussy. Um. <laughs> also known as a bussy. <laughs> um, we're just going to get right into it. I'm going to dive right on through to the other side. We didn't like anything that was being released, uh, so we decided we're going to do a classic one. Um, it's a bit of a stretch. I only realised it was a bit of a stretch when I was feeling some fun facts about it. Um an hour ago at this point, or whatever it was. Um, but Days ago. we're covering whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not, Biotic Monkeys. It's going to be a classic. We consider it a classic at this point. Um, reached number one as of this week, back in 2006. Um, not wow. this year, obviously. <laughs> That's a long time. Um, 15 years ago. Jesus Christ. It was still um, number one from its release. It was number one for five weeks, I think. I think this was the last Brilliant. week it was up there. Fantastic. Um, covering this, uh, there were a couple of other options, but we thought we're going to have the most to say about this, and people are going to like this more. Mm. Um, if you still so, here. I, I'm going to spit some facts for you, just to get the ball rolling. Set and then I've got some questions for you. And then, Oof. you know, you can just give me a little breakdown of why you like it so bloody much. So, at the time, it was the fastest-selling debut album in British history. History, selling <laughs> three hundred sixty thousand copies in the first week, has gone six times platinum. Oh, um, wow! Which is a lot. Um, the rest of it um, you can find on Wikipedia, but uh, the title <laughs> is taken from the novel Saturday Night and Sunday Morning by Alan Sillito. Uh, the cover art, Cal, I did not know this. Um, is a photo of Chris, Chris McCaw. McCaw, brother of John McCaw, John McCaw, who is from Liam, Reverend and the Makers. 
Brilliant. And the photo was taken at a bar in Liverpool. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm Troy yeah. McClure. You may remember me from such an <laughs> album. <laughs> album McClure. <laughs> uh, that was good. I like that. Is, um, thank you, mate. Is thank Vicky you. McClure. No. McClure. Is oh, no relation. Okay. No relation. You've always got to ruin it, haven't you? I don't think so. She's nothing. Surely. I mean, it's nope. not really that much don't of call a me Shirley. strange name. <laughs> so that's all the facts that I want to give. The rest of it is online, like I say, um, as is. I don't everything. want facts, though, Yanni. I want your opinion. My opinion. This is a great album. Um, obviously. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one. Not just me. to me. Um, to you. But to a lot of sure people. It's a classic. <laughs> um, I would say it's definitely a classic. It is probably the first album I learned guitar to all the songs mm. on. I've worded that horrifically. Um, yep. But yes, learned all the songs on guitar for this album. Um, and I distinctly remember the day I decided, you know what, I'm going to listen to this album in full rather than just going through like the singles. I was on a beach, I think in Mallorca, with my little MP3 oh. player. Um, my dad had downloaded this illegally, put it on there for me. Um, old lime wire, big up, big up gyps <laughs> for the um, <laughs> illegal downloads. Thanks, Dad. Um, and thanks, Dad. It was a life-changing experience. Um, thank you for all that. End <laughs> scene. Thank you for the music. Thanks for sharing that. End scene. Um, I would say, as with most of us, that ultimately he's probably like the first big band band that made mm. us interested in music like properly interested in music more than just like a surface layer yeah. interest um i definitely know that they were like one of the first bands that i delved into like with back catalogs and stuff like that and mm-hmm. b-sides yeah i remember finding loads of their b-sides, B-sides on my wire. Yeah. yeah um metallica would hate you Cal. Um, they, yeah. So that's me. I've got questions, but I don't know whether you want me to ask now or whether you guys want to give your opinions. I could literally talk about this album for a long time, but we haven't got that long because death slowly approaches us all. <laughs> it does. Uh, you can ask them now because I'm sure we can give our opinions in yeah. line with the questions. Okay, I'm your host of the most. Um, <laughs> Do you guys guys think this album has aged well? Um, See? Not 100%. Yeah, I'm exactly the same because Hmm. very seldom do I put this record on in full. Hmm. And I'm not sure if it's because I listened to it so much when I was young or if it's because I just kind of realised it's not actually Actually, I mean, it's a great debut. I'm not denying that, but I don't know if it's standard the test. St- standard, wow! <laughs> <laughs> this has been an hour and a half recorded. Stood the test of time as well as it mm. should do. I don't know. Okay, I I agree with that point, Liam. Thoughts on that? Question? Yeah, I agree. I think re-listening to it, um, I. I see the flaws a bit more now. Not the flaws mm. as much as um, there's a few weaker songs or weaker parts and things that 
you can definitely see they got better at mm-hmm. over the years in terms of songwriting and like filling space with music and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'd say it, like it still like stands up. I think it's still a very good, very very good album, and I think it doesn't it doesn't seem aged in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you can still apply most of the themes to today. Apart from ones yeah. like going out because we're all fucking locked indoors, but um, yeah, I think in that sense it, it still holds up. Well, I think Alex Turner's lyricism is mirrored quite a lot on the newer record with this first album. I think a lot of, maybe not in terms of theme, but I think in style. I think he mentioned that that he he kind of just wanted to go back to. I don't know if I might have dreamt this. I do often dream about Alex Turner, but I think he <laughs> mentioned like. Back the oh, I can't remember, but it, I don't know. It just seems to have come a bit full circle a bit in style. Obviously not musical style because Tranquility Basin, whatever people say, I couldn't be well, further away. Well, I think I what you're getting at because um, this is cited as like a concept album, mm. Um, mm. and the themes are obviously going out and all the shenanigans surrounding that and being young, um, being really. a menace. Um, like Dennis and AM I remember an interview we did with that and he said that he wanted to do the same lyrically um, but he was at a different place Mm. so stuff like number one party anthem he wasn't going out clubbing anymore it was like different areas that he was in you know what I mean so he can't exactly write about the same thing but if that's what you're hitting with, Cal, I, I think that's what mm. you may have seen or heard Maybe. or read. Um, yeah, I felt like the recordings weren't that great. Um, mm. Mm. I mean, obviously, in comparison, it's obviously hitting it better. Um, but this is before they started working with... Fuck me, his name's gone. James Ford from Shangri-La oh. Studios. Simeon. Not from, uh, from Simeon. Um, yes. Yeah, this was um, before that. Um, I think my f- I agree with you completely on that, especially on the song "Fake Tales of San Francisco." Hmm. Why does that hmm. sound so empty? Yeah, it does sound. Yeah, empty. God, it kind hmm. of feels like it's being played in a a working man's club, though. Like it, it feels like it's in I, like it, one of those empty old pubs that kind of look like community centers almost. Yeah, I don't know so why I've like, always got that image. It's so it fits like the aesthetic, but like looking back, it doesn't sound chronologically as good. Um, mm. Although, um, were there any uh, tracks that you by surprise that you've not specified? Um, <laughs> any tracks that you listened to back and you thought, "Crikey, I've not um, not paid much attention to that," and I do actually really like that. Now I'm listening back to the full album. Um. um I not wouldn't the say ones, part. Yeah, Sorry, not God. not ones that I've thought I've never given time to. But my favourite off the record is probably perhaps Vampires a bit strong, mm. but Ellipsis. Um but then mm. I go through stages where I just don't listen to it for ages and then I come back and I think, Oh, it's actually really good. Mm. Well, it's funny you should mention that one because that was the one that I was gonna say I overlook that one mm. all the time. But listening to it today, I was like, yo, this I really enjoy this one. And I can sort of see from that one 
how it stylistically is Colin's a favourite worst nightmare. Yes. That one is the exactly most. That's what I was thinking. Um, mm. One that um, seems the same. Mind you, they were only. Mm. I mean, no, they've had these songs for a while. I don't know how far along in the recording process perhaps Vampires was, but there was only like a year between their first two albums. So yeah. if that one was maybe recorded recorded later on, then that might be why it sounds more in the vein of Favourite Worst Nightmare. Um, mm. But everyone else's first experience with this album, I've not actually asked you that. So please, please tell me. Oh, crikey. Do just would have been like... Go on. I was going to say, is there anything... Like for me, like I, I distinctly remember... Like actively going, I'm listening to this now. Mm. I'm choosing to listen to this album. Is there anything like like that you have? Maybe not like I'm going to listen to this album in full now, but anything that right like clicked or I'm listening to Arctic Monkeys. Well, I remember, I remember like I don't know if it was MTV Rocks back in the day. Like it might have been like VH1 or something. You know, like when all the music channels on Sky were actually good. Do you remember NME? Mm. The other, the other. I do. Yeah, Kerrang was like you know. Kerrang, yeah. yeah. But um, I I would have just remembered listening to listening to it on there and then buying the album. I was lucky; my sister's nine years older than me, so when I was getting into music, she was already listening to stuff that I was into. My uncle's big into stuff that I like now, so I was always quite lucky that I had a good um. There was good availability in my house, so it would have just been on like on all the time, and then. Danny would have probably had the CD, which I would have robbed. Probably still have that copy now. <laughs> Don't think I ever bought my own. Liam, but yeah, I um, I guess I would have heard the, 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 you know some of the singles growing up, but not really. I wasn't I wasn't sadly brought up in a household where the, this was the kind of music I listened to. I do remember my older sister saying she liked them, but she we never lived together, so. I guess there was no influence there. The first time I really paid attention was in high school, I guess. When I guess you introduced me to them, really, Annie. To be honest, when we started the, the oh. band, um, <laughs> okay. I'd say so. Like I'd, I'd heard of them and maybe listened to the old thing, but never really cared. And then we started playing a lot of their stuff. And mm. I, similarly to you, I knew this whole album on bass, back to front, and mm. would just sit and play it regularly. It was probably the first album that I did that with, and then. I guess the only other, other albums I've done that with are Arctic Monkeys albums as well. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a particular first memory. But it's always it's always kind of stood out to me as one of the, the my favourite Arctic Monkeys albums, for sure. Mm. Which I think is interesting because I, I tend to see things from a bass point of view because that's kind of how I learn songs. So always mm. sticks in my head. And interestingly, obviously, it was Andy Nicholson on this album instead of... Um, Nick O'Malley is the name you're looking for, Liam. I did just say it, sorry. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yeah, it took me a second. Nick O'Malley. Um, but those the bass lines really still hold up. Really still very good bass lines. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'd like to just interject. We we asked on our Instagram, you should follow us, at Falls on a Hill podcast, mm-hmm. uh, for, a couple, for people's thoughts on the album. We've had... A few responses, which I will read out now. I thought you were going to say none. <laughs> uh, <laughs> close to none. We've had three. However, oh, well, I got one via text as well. Which one? Okay. Well, uh, from the Instagram account, out of degrees, uh, 
they say amazing album a certain romance is a brilliant closing song mm-hmm. can't disagree with you there uh, i have to agree luke Hines says one of the best debuts of all time best song in my opinion is perhaps vampire vampire is a bit strong but um that is a popular opinion with cool people well done luke <laughs> and um finally the instagram account jsmnbrns probably known as jasmine burns Good is <laughs> just says dancing shoes yep wow yeah i agree thank you for your Agreed. input Thanks, make sure you follow um, us respond to our incessant stories please Yes, I had a message from a friend um, who couldn't reply to on Instagram. <laughs> funny. I have a friend, funny enough. Uh, I guess he's a work friend, so it doesn't really count. But um, he couldn't reply to the Instagram story. And I can see why, because he wrote a full story. But he was old enough to be, he was uh, on this message, he was about 14, 15 at the time. He remembers listening to Beneath the Boardwalk when that first wow. came out. Mm. Um, so he was right in there. You're probably the best age, I imagine, yeah, to probably. when this album came out. I'm going to try and kind of paraphrase this the best I can. Um, he said that it genuinely felt like you were in, at the ground floor on a band that seemed incredibly cool and was making music that was exactly what you wanted to listen to at the time. Tried to get every demo he could. Um, when the album... Ca- Sorry, so this was pre-album. When the album came out, it just solidified that feeling. It was more polished of what we'd been listening to f- from them before. Um, but, you know, it was still the same good stuff. Um so it was easy to get swept up in the buzz at the time because, you know, around that age, going to parties and house parties and stuff. He said that, you know, they were always dominated by AM. Um, but yeah, he thinks the album's great, great balance of songs. Um, and he says it captured his youth alongside Hot Fuss. Um, wow. And those go to albums of that era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very, uh, very good words. And he said, his, he said, Right of Anna's maybe my favourite off the album. That or Mardi Bum, but of course, love when the sun goes down. Oh, yeah, my dad also said Mardi Bum was his favourite. Yeah, my mum's going to say Mardi Bum. I already know. My I don't mum need to would ask also it. say. Yeah, <laughs> say exactly the same. Um, yeah, very positive. Yes. Should we go um, through the tracks a bit more? We should. So, opens up the view from the afternoon. Imagine hearing. So the singles before this were Betty Looking on the Dance Floor and When the Sun Goes Down. That's right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And imagine putting mm-hmm. this album on and that starts because it, that's, it's definitely, probably definitely the heaviest of the album, isn't it? That and perhaps uh, Vampires. Yeah, perhaps Vampires. But I feel like vampires. this is consistently kind of go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I can imagine that would have been quite a shock, but a very good song. Those dueling guitar parts are really good. Mm-hmm. Really, I think really that's good. probably my favourite. Well, yeah, that's my favourite, and then perhaps Vampire is the one that is, like, I think I class it as my favourite because it's someone I don't listen to as much, if that makes any sense. Hmm. But Drummond's yeah. insane as well, on it? Ridiculous. It's just such a good song. Very that good was, song. I was very happy when I finally learned how to play that on drums. I was over the moon. Um, yeah, that's, the, the music video for that's really good as well. It's a really good idea. Mm. Um, do we remember it? Do we need a refresher? No, no refresh. Refresh the listeners. Um, and then obviously leads into the song that everyone knows. I bet you look at on the dance floor. Oh, Yanni, 
I do not say that. What a flirt. I, I, but I, I do. No, I know you don't fit under that, so I'm talking to Cal. Um, <laughs> um, That's fair. I mean, yeah, the uh, music video of this is just a live take, isn't it? Um, it is. Slightly different. Um, but yeah, this is one of the biggest songs because it's very good. Um, not arguably, but overplayed. Um, yep. So it's just it's that. it's gone into Mr. Brightside uh, the realm, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, it has unfortunately. It, I actually then, kind of don't like it much anymore. Yeah, but it, when see mm. because I because we've none of us have gone out for a year now. Mm. I haven't heard Mr. Brightside in a year, so I know. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I know that when that That's comes true. on, when I'm out, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah, and I can't wait. <laughs> and I I haven't heard. I bet you're good on the dance floor. Till I listen to this album this week for ages, mm. and it is mm. such a good song. It really yeah. is. It is a good song, but it is hard to. I understand it is hard to, you know, separate yourself from the fact that you hear it about four times on a night out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I normally stop listening to it after when it goes into the second verse because yeah, as a guitar player, after that second little solo, but he does. It becomes not interesting anymore to play, <laughs> um, so I normally stop it there. Um, but yeah, it's still obviously a banger, and yeah, I'm excited to hear that from when we're all inevitably allowed back out again. Next one, Kim Faint Tales of San Francisco, banger. It's um, a banger. Yeah, I don't like the mix upon reflection, mm. but it's a banger. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, I just said before, it sounds really empty and. I don't know. I'd be very interested to know if they're going to ever release a remastered version of this. Because I'd be very Mm. intrigued. Mm. I don't necessarily think it's that bad that they'd they'd do a remaster. Um, Because as much as we've said there that it doesn't sound to the quality as the rest of them, it suits the style. Yeah, I suppose. The thing... Like you probably lose that attitude that it has if it was more polished. Mm. Um, Liam, I am. Um, I like the sparsity. Sparsity, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I feel like it should be pronounced sparse. Sparsity. What, did, what was the other version you said? Sparse. That was a bit wrong. Oh, yeah, I do get my ears and my airs a bit mixed up sometimes. Uh, you need to laugh. Um, but I like the uh, emptiness of this, and I think it works really well. Um, and I like it when it gets obviously a bit more heavy at the end. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like the bass and the guitar working together and the drums, bass guitar and drums. Um, and I just don't feel like it needs anything more. I think it's quite a clever song in that sense. Hmm. Still as well. baffles me that you can play that riff and sing at the same time. To be honest. Yeah. Does it? No, I've never tried that. Yeah. Um, give it a go. Um, next one, dancing shoes. Big banger. Dancing shoes is very good. Yes, I'm gonna it say it's very good. The ending of this, when it gets heavier, Top Shop Princess is um, yes, it's very nice. The solo in it is also Trey. Very nice. Um, Agreed. I don't really know what else to say on that other than it's just 
a lot of these ones are just because they're all mainly in the three minutes at this point um, they're just very straight to the point very in your face half the time Mm. and it's good I Um, reckon this whole album apart from probably Riot Van which is a great song don't get me wrong Mm. I reckon 42s could play this whole album and everyone would still be on top of the world like it is I'd still say they do be on top of the world for Riot Van you know I reckon you prefer Riot Van at the end of the night Last yeah. Song. Yeah, maybe. yeah, Defo, last last order song, right? Um, you probably couldn't see for the lights, but you were staring right at me. Probably my least favourite. Agreed. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, right. I like this is... Alex Turner's vocal delivery on this because it sounds so like frantic and so it yeah. kind of feels like the song's running away with him, but he yeah. does always call it back. And I think that's something that his vocal melody doesn't do again in any other song that I can remember of theirs. And I don't know, also, I just uh, think it's different. I don't like it. It's totally I... different, yeah, but this is like the inclusion of Matt Helders quite a bit on this one, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, lyrically. I yeah. agree with the um, with Alex's vocals. I also really like the guitar riffs throughout this, mm-hmm. or the guitars just throughout. Um, but yeah, the structure of the song, I guess the song itself doesn't really, and the parts with the I could just do without. I just I don't know. It does it seems? It seems like kind of what they went into for like humbug, like very early. But it's very it's a very early take on that kind of style. Um, before when you asked the question, Yanni, about is there any that you kind of forgot and then you realise you loved? This is one that I forgot and then heard it. And this is when I mentioned before about how it doesn't fully hold up. Some of them you kind of realise aren't as good. This is one mm. of those for me personally. Okay. Well, yeah, I see that as well. I, I never really choose to listen to it. Um, that being said, though, I think if it does come on randomly, I do leave it on because it is a nice. It's different. Mm, you were yeah. saying that, Carl. It is different. Um, I think it's. Um, you kind of get the roughness of like the early demos of like seven yeah. and like sticking to the floor kind of vibe mm. you get what i mean mm. you know like it, it seems you, you got what i mean yeah it does it kind of seems um, like one that they would have pushed to have on the album i don't know i feel like it probably wasn't one that was like they're, i know they don't the whole point of perhaps vampires a bit strong is that they don't give a shit what label people say but like i feel like people might have told them to not put that one on the album because it is so like vastly different I could be waffling, mm. but you know what I mean? I get that vibe from it. Well, speaking of this album, the next song is <laughs> St- Still Take You Home, which I love. Yeah, I, I love, love the song. This is... The performances of this are always great. Um, this is the one where he stops, isn't it? And he's like, well, hello there, or whatever. <laughs> um, is it this one? Um yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. After the first chorus, yeah? Mm-hmm. He stops. Yeah. Um, is this... Hang on. You said about the Top Shot Prince and a rock style too. Is that is not this song? Is, is this yeah, song? I think it is. I yeah, did think well, that before when you said about Dancing mm-hmm. Shoes. That's not right, but... Well, I'm so sorry. Um, it's been a long reco- recording of the, the podcast. Um, I... Well, yeah. Well, there you go then. I've already said my points. <laughs> <laughs> 
I really like the funky part in this when it kind of breaks and the bass becomes a bit more funky. Is what I'm going to say. Do you know what I mean? Funky. The the part I'm talking about. Yeah, around the solo, around the solo, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the part. That's the funk. It's a really good song. Cal, your thoughts on this? Yeah, great tune. I have a lot of memories of this. I used to take the piss out of my sister for wearing fake tan before I knew, you know, like the meaning of the song about, you know, him still wanting to shag someone. So, <laughs> but yeah, but that's it's kind all of out now. I know. Yeah, moving on. Can I just say before we go into the next one, we are well, there's an odd number of songs in this album, but we're just about the halfway point because this is a girthy album. So I never really realised it's thirteen songs on this album. It's because they're so short in length. Mm, but they all feel so. <laughs> <laughs> so none of them feel short. It's quite strange. Yeah, I was sure. I, when I kind of looked at it, I was like, oh, "There's a lot of songs here," and like I I'd knew they were all there, but I've never clicked it. They were all they're the perfect so length. Yeah, yeah. I'd say they're all there's there's not too much of a song. We've mentioned Riot Van in passing very briefly. Yeah, um, alluded to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that, but you've done it anyway. Um, it is. It comes at the right point in the album. Uh, it's a well needed break. Sit back. Get your breath, catch it if you can, mm. and listen to the funny story that Alex Turner delivers. Um, I, think I think this is. Oh, go on. What were you going to say? Go I on. think the line, Have you been drinking, son? You don't look old enough to me. I'm sorry, officer. Is there a certain age you're supposed to be? Because nobody told me. Is yeah. possibly Alex Turner's greatest lyric. I was going to say... I got shivers when you were saying that one. Thank yeah. you. I was how, he intend, Alex... how he intended it to be <laughs> delivered. <laughs> I thought, is Alex rushed? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was about to say then um, that this is one of the best hmm. uh, lyrically that Alex has Definitely. mustered up. Hmm. Um, yeah, and just for that line, it is fantastic. It's like, yeah. it's almost, yeah. like lyrically, it's like, perfect mm. it it fits so well and the story is consistent the whole way yeah. it doesn't feel like there's any like odd lyrics in there do you remember the demo version because the lyrics are quite different I, vaguely I but I don't remember the words um, yeah um, it's, 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 I think it's even darker than one it, I think this one's quite like humorous in a way Yeah, as humorous as this subject topic could be but um, I think the other one is like quite dark. But anyway, yeah, I don't remember. And then it goes from that into the next one, which is where the pistols are secured. But I feel like that, like slow into this, yeah, actually starts pretty fast paced because it's very good. Mm. It's a very good that, back that into juxtaposition. <laughs> that juxtaposition <laughs> is uh, yeah, it's very good. Um, naughty little riff. Yeah, this is. Possibly my favourite song on the album. Oh, wow. I wow. love playing this on bass. I think Shocked. I just got uh, very used to listening to it. It is a good bass line. I've, I, I don't really think about the bass lines uh, um, this album's got on this album. But line. yeah, it is. 
I love yeah. the hidden ones, like the you know the chorus of Better Looking Dance Floor. Like probably a lot of people probably never noticed that bass line, but it's it's pretty quite good. Mm. But anyway, this song has got a great bass line. Yes. Yeah, always reminds me of going out because every time we used to get in a taxi and the doors would close. It used to make, it used to make me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just this madman in the back laughing at the taxi. <laughs> uh, next, yes. please someone talk. I haven't got the, the track list up, so I can't remember. Mardi Bum. Mardi Bum. The Mardi. Uh, everyone's mum's favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it just is, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. Liam? I mean, you played I, this, um, I believe, together. We did play this. Um, I think because our mum's requested it, <laughs> probably. Um, I yeah, this mom. is this is possibly my least favorite because uh, of yeah, just sorry, how I've... cheesy it is in my own brain. And like, um, I still think it's a very good song though. And like revisiting it, I appreciate it more for what it is. But it does kind of uh, sticks out a bit as a bit more kind of uh, poppier, like kind of radio friendly. I'm gonna yeah. Rest. I'm gonna change what I said last uh, about you. Probably, I'm gonna say yeah. This might be my least favorite because yeah, like I was saying before, I don't tend to skip you probably, but I do skip Marty. <laughs> um, well, what often. you what you said about the radio friendly, I completely agree with you, which mm. makes it even more strange that it wasn't released as a single. It mm. is weird. It wasn't released as a single. You're right. I I definitely agree with that. And um, and the Glastonbury 2000. The Glastonbury 2013 version of it is just so superior. I know that would never have fit on the album. I'm not mm. saying that, but it is just a lot better. It just is. Yeah. I, I do think it's a very good song, though. It's very well written. Yeah. It is. It's it one is. of those ones where it's good for the kick. Like, it's, it takes you to a new level when you're at the kick and they mm. if they play this. <laughs> Don't play um, it anymore. It gets them on the floor. Yeah. Um, Perhaps Vampires is a bit strong, but is the next one. Um, I think we've said enough about that one. Uh, we all like that one. Took us by surprise. The next one, When the Sun Goes Down, is where you might find vampires. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, I can't think of this song without thinking of the music video. Yep. I'm just so... They're so Bloody attached Steve to one another. Graham. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Such a seedy man. Um, but yes, I I think this was no, surely it wasn't. I feel like this might have been the first Arctic Monkey song I remember hearing, but mm. and I don't know if that's because of all like like you say about the music channel. Like I remember this yeah. video so well. Um, still very good. The drumming on this is underrated. It's very fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hi hats on it, um, yeah, it's it's very tiring to play. Um, it's a good riff, obviously, and a lot of good, interesting chords for people who care about music. Yep. There's some very unusual shapes that uh, Al throws in the mix. Mm. Um, what does anyone else have to say about this? Track? Have you seen Have you seen the film Scummy Man? I never have, no. I've, no, I've I meant to f- for like the last 10 years or however long it's been, but no, I never have. I can't remember if I have or not. Maybe we should do a watch along. Let us know if you no, want to see that. <laughs> I think the lyrics in this one, again, are some of the best lyrics. Yeah, yes. so vivid, isn't it? 
but not in like an obvious way. The storytelling's just incredible. I think that overall, the storytelling on this album is fantastic. Yeah. Um, It ends with last two songs, From Rich to Rubble and A Certain Romance. Uh, From Rich to Rubble is probably my favourite off this album. Mm. Um, I I requested Mm. this (laughs) on my birthday night out with Cal in 42s and it came on at the stroke of midnight as I passed the age I think it was 18 to 19 it might have been 19 to 20 I can't remember but it ago. played yeah it came on and I remember loving life and I have yeah. absolutely zero recollection of that <laughs> <laughs> good it was a good night then yeah because um, you come back with fucking six Jaeger bombs at a time and we just put them into a drink true. that's why I was gone <laughs> um, yeah from Rich to Rubble is fantastic the uh, mm. the, the riff into the chorus is is great um, everyone else's thoughts on that I think this might um, be on a level with red lights for me. Good in it. It is Actually, really good. It's a very, very. The bass in this is good, but this is a notice noticeably good baseline. Hmm. Um, they've been playing it. Well, they had been playing it live on the Tranquility Bass tour. And as much as I love the song, they shouldn't play it anymore. Hmm. They can't play it at the pace that they used to. Whether or not that's the way Alex sings now, it just sounded so like. I think forced. it's the way he sings. Yeah, it's because he's always stumbling to get to the next line isn't it yeah um and yeah it doesn't work with this doesn't it needs to be on the ball at all yeah but there yeah. we are um a certain romance i remember one day we had the back door open in our house we had this album on and um i knew the word dickhead was coming you know mm-hmm. that no- that naughty word and my mother's face when it was blasting out <laughs> into the garden for all the neighbours to hear, will forever be a picture in my eyes. Mm. Very funny. Very funny. But a great who song, it, great album closer. Who was it that said this was the best ender? Was it? Um, I can't or, remember. Whoever it was is spot I'd on. I'd have to agree with him. Yeah. It's one of the I best think it is Out of Degrees. Out of Degrees. His name's Alex, maybe. Um, I think it is Alex, yeah. And it is I agree, Alex. I um, yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on. I think it ends beautifully, and I think in terms of the the story and the lyrics, yeah. also fits perfectly. It kind of just, ra- just summarises the, the rest top. of the album yeah. in like a really good way and rounds it off. And it feels, um, I don't know, it feels, I guess, relatable in some ways. So, I guess, I guess a lot of it does, but I don't know. So, but, that was our classic album spotlight um just a general chat about the album obviously you've listened to it so you should clearly know what we've just done Uh, (laughs) uh, but if ever we come across a week where there's not that much uh that we like the look of uh then we'll do this again and we'll try and make it fit more than just being uh number one on the week that we're doing it Unless it's an album that we really want to talk about. Um, the other option that we were going to go with was Meet His Murder, which I thought was a really good idea until I looked at the track list and remembered that there's a lot of songs yeah. on there I don't care for. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best ones on there by far, but 
also some ones I just don't listen to ever. So that was the album spotlight. Um, now we're gonna just skip on over, skip under, over the. We're not gonna skip over it. Are we not going to do that? Are we going to do this? Well, what segment is it, Yanni? It would be under the needle. We're here. Liam, <laughs> get that arm out. I'm ready to tap your arms up, boy. I'm going to oh. put my initials on there just so people know where you they're belong. Already, they're already there. All five of them. They're already there. <laughs> no, I hate <Yeah>. counting. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I knew that quicker than you did is, is worrying. Uh, yeah, but you're a numbers guy. Um, That's me, baby. We That's me. don't have anything to put under this needle. So... We're going to round off this week's podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we we'll, have a, we'll have a video up on YouTube, won't we? There'll be a video. Uh, we've yet to talk about what that might be, um, but Before it'll be about... interesting. Sorry. No, go ahead, Liam. I'm sorry. I'm I, I just not very no good at engaging when you're going to end the sentence. Before we talk about what's going to happen next week, or in the future, I want to look back a little bit. I want to look back over the last month. This is the last episode of February. Four episodes in February. I want to know from you two. What's been your favorite really album awesome. of February? What's been um, your favorite album? For me personally, it's yeah, been my favorite album. album, and the biggest surprise, and that is Black Country New Roads for the first time. Okay. Um, I would love to say that I have an answer for you, mate, but <laughs> genuinely. I don't. Um, Do you want me to tell you what I've covered? If I had to pick, then it would... Pro- was Weezer? Weezer has been February, yeah. Then Weezer, because that definitely oh, okay, took me by surprise. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say by the amount I talked about it, then yeah, definitely uh, definitely that Weezer album. Okay, human. Mm. Cool. What about you? I agree with Callum. Black Country New Road's album for the first time. Best album You like Black Country New Road, do you? Uh, I do actually yeah, funny enough. <laughs> very funny very funny. Um, funny and that finishes off this week's episode and this final episode this month what's coming up next week Cal? Um, we have the new Maximo Park album called Nature Always Wins which is something I'm sure we're all ecstatic for Nature winning eventually yeah, yeah. hopefully uh, the episode will also feature albums from Nick Ellis and Warren Cave, um, <laughs> as well as um, Julian King Baker and, and yeah. yeah, King Wizard and the Gizzard Lizard. Indeed. Please, please follow us because we're funny <laughs> on Insta and Facebook at Falls on a Hill Podcast. Twitter is at Falls on a Hill Pod. YouTube, Fools in the Hill, like we've already mentioned, there'll be a video up. We'll make William dance or something. Um, <laughs> and due to it being the end of the month, there will in mm. fact be a playlist um, of all our favourite moments of February, including, um, correct me please, um, tracks from our Valentine's Day. Valentine's uh, Day, yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thing that we did on insta uh if you're a part of that thank you for submitting some of your favorite love songs um we'll add them 
to the February playlist that Liam will curate. So again, because he's doing it, please make sure that you tell him you listen, even if you don't, because honestly, he he will cry. Um, And even though it's all right for someone to cry, you know, there's no... There's nothing bad about it. We just don't uh, like seeing our little boy upset. Nothing. Um, so. And on that note, if there's nothing further, um, I'd like to well, thank I hope you there's something further. Well, hang on. I'd like to thank you all for listening. Okay. I'd like to finish this episode thinking about um, Daft Punk, you know, an influential group over the many years. And, you know, I really do hope that their legacy will live on Um like the legend of the penis. Thank you all, and good night. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit. I'm off to watch Drag Race. Head though, look at that. How's your head? No complaints. <laughs> <laughs>